Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, we'll be talking about how to survive the holidays, our Christmas traditions, and the Girl to Girl segment covering handling body transformations. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. All right, the holidays are coming quickly around the corner. We are only a couple of weeks out now from Christmas, a few weeks out now from New Year's, which is crazy to believe. Very crazy. But we want to talk about how to survive during the holidays. And we're talking about the time frame leading up to the holidays. Yes. Um, this is kind of a hard subject for me because I'm a hermit and I don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if you're a very social person, it would be a good idea to get outdoors and not necessarily be around like a huge group of people, obviously, but definitely getting out of the house is a big thing and doing something. And one of the things you can do is drum roll. Actually, no drum roll. I don't even know where I'm going right now. But (laughs) (laughs) just going and leaving the house is just a big step for me. And I think if you're like I said, social, you should definitely get out of the house and just be around people, whether that's just walking around the mall. I have an outdoor mall near me, which is good. Oh, so nice. just walking around and um, window shop is good. Unless you haven't finished your Christmas gifts yet, then yes. you definitely be shopping. 
Yes, that's what I was going to mention, that hopefully everyone that is buying gifts this year has gotten them or has a game plan to get them soon. Because as we've mentioned on the previous episodes, that shipping from stores and just shipping in general is going to be slammed in a nightmare this year. So getting that shopping you need done early will relieve a good bit of stress and weight off of your shoulders. And you can check that off your list. One less item to do. Um, And I also wanted to comment that like 2020 has been crazy to say the least. So don't feel like you have to purchase gifts for people. Like thoughtful cards and thoughtful video chats with family and friends will go a long way. So just keep that in mind. That's a way to relieve stress and not have to sit there and worry about what gifts am I going to get? Am I going to be able to afford the gifts? Because I feel like once the holidays come around, that's a big stressor that everyone experiences. Yeah, especially this year, because a lot of people have lost their jobs and Mm -hmm. they're relying on unemployment and stuff like that. So definitely don't feel stressed to get gifts for people that you're probably not as close with. Yeah, try to find ways to make gifts, and I'm using air quotes for gifts, meaningful. And it doesn't have to be physical gifts. It could be just reaching out to someone, sending them a nice letter, something like that. It will go a long way. Yes. Now, what do we do to stay sane and manage the chaos? Now, it's not as chaotic in the past years because, again, COVID, annoying. So, or my plan is to stay home with the people in my household. And some fun things I can do is wear something cozy, Mm -hmm. like a nice sweater I plan to wear on Christmas Day and maybe some leather leggings that feel like regular leggings and they're very comfortable. So dress up a little bit, but still dress cozy so you feel all warm and fuzzy like you dressed to go somewhere, but you, yeah. you're not leaving the house, obviously. Exactly. So I think that's a good thing. And you can also make hot chocolate or go out and venture somewhere to get like fancy hot chocolate. Yeah. That could be an activity you could do if you want to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've got lots of different holiday-themed beverages out there that you can indulge in. Yes, especially at Starbucks. I'm so excited for the creme brulee that came back. I love that flavor. You know, I don't think I've ever tried that one. I think I've tried like nearly all of the others, but not the creme brulee. I love creme brulee. The dessert and the flavor is just mwah. I'm a huge fan of the dessert, so I'm definitely going to try the drink. Yes. And another thing you can do is watch fun Christmas movies. I love doing this, especially if it's just in the background and I'm reading a book. I love having Christmas movies just for the vibe or Christmas music playing in the background. I know you don't like it. No. Hey, we're now in the time frame where I think Christmas music is more acceptable. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's it's the music, the Christmas music playing in November that I'm not a fan of. Now, I personally will not be listening to Christmas music until like the week of Christmas or when I'm doing Christmas related activities. Mm -hmm. So, like if I'm out in a store in December and they're playing Christmas music, I'm fine with that. It's just November. I'm like, come on, let's let's give Turkey Day its own its own presence. Like we don't need to overwhelm it with Christmas stuff. I guess. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) That's just my personal opinion. 
Another fun thing, especially if you have kids or your child inside, is to make a gingerbread house. Oh, yes. Some people do this on Thanksgiving, but I think leading up to Christmas and Christmas Day, that's a fun activity to Mm -hmm. do. Even though you can't really, at least I don't eat it because everyone's grubby hands have been all over it. So (laughs) I'm not eating it, but it's nice to look at it. It's pretty. Yeah, it's nice to take time during the holiday season by doing holiday-related activities like gingerbread houses or putting on the Christmas music while putting up the Christmas decorations and or watching holiday-themed movies or shows. Just trying mm-hmm. to like gradually get yourself in that spirit. Because even though the holidays are very different this year and you'll likely not be having guests over at your house, right. it's still nice to get in the spirit and take time to decorate, even if it's only a few items. And it helps to clear your mind of all the outside stressors and just focus on the one task of being festive as hell. (laughs) Right. And speaking of outside stressors, whatever you're going through or you're feeling extremely down and stuff, create a daily meditation routine. Mm. I think that is extremely helpful. It just clears your mind and gets your body ready for the day you're slowing your breath a little bit and taking your time that can help with whatever you're going through, whether you're feeling down or not. Absolutely. Great point. Okay. So our next segment is our Christmas traditions. Now, both of our families, we celebrate Christmas Mm -hmm. and that comes different possible family traditions. So what are some possible traditions that your family does, Diana? Um, that's funny. We don't have traditions. <laughs> it doesn't have to be something big. It can just be something that you seem to do each year. Yeah, that that's, the your thing. that's the thing. Every year is different. So the tradition <laughs> is every year is different. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yes, we always do something different. I have to say, usually my cousin and her wife and son usually came over mm-hmm. for Christmas Day. Right. We would have Christmas movies in the background while opening presents and eating and stuff like that. So that's a tradition. Yes. Another tradition is that we usually watch Jingle All the Way. Oh, good on one. Christmas Day. Yeah. We just find that one so funny. So <laughs> definitely that. And then later into the night, it's usually Home Alone 1 and 2 that we watch. Well, there you go. You've got movie transitions. Or yes. <laughs> traditions, not transitions. A transition between movies for your tradition. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> good, good, good recovery. <laughs> We're very big on movies to give the atmosphere and vibe of Christmas. Okay, I love that. Yeah, our typical Christmas like vacation would consist of a Christmas Eve get-together at my aunt's house in Florida And we all order in Chinese food and there's some gifts exchanged between my aunts and uncles and our cousins since we aren't all together on Christmas Day because Christmas Day is spent with like my immediate family members. So Mm -hmm. my parents and siblings, but obviously that will not be the plan for this year as numbers are just insanely high everywhere. And again, Florida does not get their shit together. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. And it's just absolutely like not safe to be flying and exposing yourself to the inevitable infection. But yes, so Christmas Eve, well, the typical one anyways, like the typical Christmas Eve that we would go out as a family and look at some Christmas lights around town. 
And so a lot of times we either bring hot chocolate with us or we'll stop by Starbucks and get like a fancy hot chocolate or whatever. But it's Mm -hmm. just, it's fun to walk around and see all the lights and decorations. And some of the houses back in Florida, they actually do like full walkthrough light shows in their backyards where they have popcorn and even fake snow. So it's like a big deal to go and visit those places. And we try to visit them each year. Ooh, that's a good tradition. We don't usually do that. But I think if I had like kids or spent time with my younger cousins, that would be a good thing to do. Yes. Another tradition that we do, and it's kind of weird, but I think it's becoming like more aware, is that we hide a pickle ornament on the tree. And I honestly do not know where the origins of this come, but I believe it started as a German tradition. And I come from German descent, but we don't fully go by this tradition. So how it's supposed to go is that one person is supposed to hide the pickle ornament on the tree the night before Christmas. And the first person to find it Christmas morning gets a surprise gift. But we really don't do that second part. Like one person hides it and then like, oh, one one of us like eventually finds it the next day on Christmas, but no one gets a surprise gift. It's just like, yay, you found the pickle. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) But so we have pickle ornaments on our trees and my tree that I have here, it's only 18 inches tall. So I had actually a couple years ago ordered pickle chips ornaments. So it's like a cluster of pickle chips that I hide on the tree. But hoping that one day when we do get like a larger tree, I'll get like an actual full pickle. But so I'm keeping that tradition rolling on. Yeah. What other traditions or is that it? Um, I have one more and it's just within the last five years or so that I've incorporated the tradition into my family is like gifting us all kids with matching pajamas to wear for like Mm -hmm. the night before Christmas and wear during presents opening the next morning. And I mean, I saw this, a friend of mine did it and quite frankly, many people do it. And I just thought it'd be fun to incorporate because I also just like to get like fun themed pajamas. And that was my excuse of incorporating my love into gifts for others as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like matching pajamas for immediate families because they make great pictures. Yes, exactly. You can get your classy pictures and your like fancy Christmas clothing, and then you can get your like fun pictures in the pajamas. So this year, since we're obviously not going to be all together, I've told all of the various households that it's their job to get their own matching pajamas. Right. So it'll be themed by the household. So I've already got mine and my fiance's in our closet hiding right now. So we've got our matching set. Hopefully the others follow through. I don't know. I haven't really touched base with them to see if they've gotten their pajamas. But I mean, it's not its not really a huge deal. It's just more so my tradition, I guess. <laughs> That's still a good tradition and something you can do as your family expands as well. Yes, exactly. So how about some traditions that we've come across that we may want to possibly incorporate in ours? Have you seen any that you've come across? I've got a handful. Oh, no. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, some of them, it's like my family members do it, but I don't necessarily do it, but I may incorporate into my routines. But so one of them is my stepmom. She likes to be gifted or gift others with ornaments that commemorate a memory from that year. And, and I love that idea because it's just a great way to, one, increase your ornament collection, but with ones that have more so a meaning and that aren't just like 
pretty or aesthetically pleasing to you, like the theme of your Christmas tree. So her Christmas tree is just fully loaded with, it's the same brand of ornaments, but all different kinds. And she'll like write on the bottom what the like event was or what the occasion was. Yeah. Um, So she does that and I've been gifted a couple of them and I've gifted them out. So I, I might continue to do that. Just incorporate some sort of either gift receiving or gift giving of ornaments, but making them memorable ones. Now you mentioned earlier gingerbread houses. Yes. We don't do gingerbread houses in my family and there's no real reason that we're opposed to doing it. We just never have. But my mom actually suggested this year maybe doing one instead of gingerbread, but using Pop-Tarts. (laughs) So we shall see, one, if that happens, and two, if it actually works, as maybe that'll become a tradition to add to, like, her routines. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think they're going to be as sturdy. Yeah, I was going to say, it won't be the same, for sure. (laughs) But, you know, trial and error. Yes. Um, A couple more. I've always wanted to try one year doing an advent calendar with like wine or like beauty products or something to where it's just like a fun countdown for the days leading up to Christmas. And I know a lot of the times I do that for like kids, but I've seen some adult ones. Yeah. And I thought that'd be fun to incorporate. Haven't done it this year, but that's just on my list of maybe to try one year. I used to have the kids one with chocolate. Each day we would get a piece of chocolate. So I understand. I think an adult one would be nice though. Yes. I was going to say, if it's candy, I have zero self-control. I'm eating all 25 (laughs) on day one. (laughs) Um, And the last one, and this one may be tricky as I don't know if my family or my fiance's family currently has one, but it's passing down a family recipe. So whether it's like a food or a drink, but It would have to be a secret recipe that only our family knows and we get to pass down each year to like the new generations that come through. That's a good one. My grandmother does most of the cooking in our house and we Mm -hmm. have no idea how to cook. So that's (laughs) going to be a little bit of an issue in the years to come. (laughs) So we need to write down like a step-by-step of what the hell to do when cooking some of her famous dishes. You should make a cookbook solely of her various recipes let's like start gradually collecting them and adding them into a cookbook and then you'll have them all there yes but yes we would love to hear what you listeners your holiday traditions are so we'll be adding to our instagram story a post that you guys can all reply to with what you and your families do and maybe we could possibly incorporate it in our families Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Handling body transformation, our girl-to-girl segment. Mm -hmm. Now, when you research this, it's always about weight loss, and that's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about whether you've lost weight or gained weight either way or Mm -hmm. toned up. So we're talking about how to handle that, especially during quarantine. So what are some tips you have on how to handle that? Well, so just first a couple of comments that, like you mentioned, body transformations could be weight loss or weight gain. And that can take a toll on 
oneself physically, obviously, and most times mentally or emotionally. Yeah. And it could be your body transformation is a positive outcome where you've put in the time, effort, and energy to accomplish where your body is and you're happy with it and that's something to celebrate. Or it could be somewhat of a negative outcome where you've not necessarily gone in the direction that you wanted to and that can cause some letdown. Yes. Now, we all know that weight fluctuations and body changes are really normal. But when seeing drastic changes, that's when it raises alarms and calls for action to look deeper into your lifestyle to determine like what could be causing those changes to your body. I think a lot of people are just eating more in the house. So that's a big issue or not eating enough. Yes. In the house, which Mm -hmm. I find myself guilty of. I don't eat enough. I'm just so focused on doing a task at hand that I'm currently doing and kind of push off eating. But I've gotten better these past few weeks. So making sure you eat consistently Mm -hmm. is a good suggestion, but make sure your portions aren't out of whack, if that makes sense. (laughs) Like don't eat a whole box of cereal. Like, I mean the whole box and then (laughs) all these other things, just eat a bowl of cereal, maybe have some toast or bacon on the side and then wait a few hours until your lunch, wait a few hours until dinner. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then have snacks in between because we're technically supposed to have six small meals a day. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just think about like living like a hobbit, having your multiple meals, your first dinner, your second dinner, or excuse me, first supper, second supper, stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, like you mentioned, with it being like sweater season in most states doing due to the colder weather that this can overall like lead to a decrease in fitness levels and possibly an increase in food intake. I know this is something that I personally deal with and that each fall and winter timeframe, I tend to gain weight, but again, nothing crazy enough to where I need to make drastic changes. It's just enough to where I can notice changes in my body and more specifically in my waist and my face. Mm -hmm. Um, Those two areas, for some reason, are the first to show body changes for both weight gain and weight loss. But it's just something that I struggle with each year and not struggle. It's something that I work with. Let me stop saying struggle. Something that I work with. So it's just a matter of like reframing what my workout schedule is going to look like, reframing what my meals and my meal schedule is going to look like, like maybe eating smaller meals but multiple times a day versus having those big larger meals because we're not outside sweating our keisters off like we are in the summer right to burn (laughs) some of that but yes yeah I think it's perfectly fine for your weight to fluctuate but if it's like in a short amount of time you're losing weight or gaining weight pretty quickly then you should probably see the doctor and figure that out because that's not safe yes and like Diana originally mentioned at the top of this segment that when we were searching handling body transformations that we were not coming up with anything related towards weight gain. Everything was marketed towards weight loss and showing before and after photos of people slimming down into these slender, skinny bodies. And I think that's just ever more so proof of how society thinks of body transformations, that 
Body transformation means losing weight, changing out of those larger clothing and fitting into that tiny pair of jeans that you have in your closet. And that's not the case for everybody. Some people's goals for body transformations may be to gain weight or to gain muscle. But the fact that it's more seen as weight loss is just so strange to me. Yeah, it was a little strange. I was like, I was just looking for a general body transformation to be either weight gain or weight loss, but there was like no weight gain um, yes. articles at all. Yeah, it was very strange because I, I wanted to reference some in this segment and could not find anything. It was very bizarre. Yes. But, so thinking of like positive body transformations where you've shifted into the body that you've been wanting or that maybe you're most suitable for, and that could be a weight loss or a weight gain, um, can be such an amazing feeling. And I encourage like everyone to carry over that feeling into all of the shapes and sizes that our bodies may morph into throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Just think back on how you felt in that moment and try to transition it into like how you're feeling now rather than just dwelling on the past thinking like, oh, why can't I be like the size I was back in high school? Because come on, ladies, our bodies change as we get older. Yes. I mean, I didn't look up the exact age of when we stopped growing, but I'm pretty sure we stopped growing later than boys do. Men do. <laughs> in the <laughs> sense that we start becoming a little bit more voluptuous. We start getting the hips. Like I didn't start getting hips until after college. And I use hips as a loose term because I'm still like SpongeBob SquarePants over here. <laughs> but you have to keep in mind that like your your bodies as women are changing to prepare you for the likelihood of childbirth. And so thinking that you're going to be the skinny itty bitty what you would have been in high school is just not realistic. So thinking of how can I be the most healthy um, that I can be now and what am I going to be the happiest with? Yes, I agree. The health is the way to go and don't worry about whether you're gaining or losing weight and making yourself crazy. I think it's just something that occurs and you should not feel obligated to go either way. Yes. But do do it health safe wise, safe health wise, health safe wise. What am I saying? Do it in a healthy way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I know everyone's heard it before, but number on the scale doesn't matter. It's how you feel when you're in your clothing and And stuff like that. I know it's so cheesy and so repetitive to hear it, but it's just like if you feel good in your piece of clothing and you look in the mirror and you think, damn, I look awesome. Like, look at my ass. I look great. (laughs) Then (laughs) then you're in you're in a healthy place. You don't need to be thinking like, oh, I have a size small skirt that I'm trying to fit into. Now, that was something that I used to struggle with. So I used to, not necessarily in an unhealthy way physically, but maybe in an unhealthy way mentally, and that I would purposely buy clothing items that were in the size that I thought I should be. So oh, I would buy right. small or a medium bottoms when that's not going to work. Like I would, I would somehow deliberately buy clothing that I knew was going to be tight, but I thought, you know what, I'll just get it and then I'll just... 
I'll slim down a little to fit into it. When in reality, I should just be buying clothes that fit properly. Who gives a shit what it says on the label? And I know, again, that's probably something that everyone has heard of. But for some reason, it just started clicking with me this year, like to not be buying clothing items that are the size that I think I should be, but buy it more so for what I'm comfortable in. Right. So some of that has been like, okay, I recognize that because I used to be a gymnast, I have broad ass shoulders. So why am I still buying medium sized jackets? You got broad shoulders, girl. You're a larger and extra large, like embrace it. Who cares? Like if you want it to fit your shoulders, so you're not busting the seams every time you reach to your steering wheel, you got to buy the right clothing. But that was just something that recently dawned on me because I thought, you know, I've got different tops that are mediums. I should be a medium in the jacket, but no, my body has transformed into the lovely shape that I am now and that I need to be buying clothing that suits it appropriately. Okay. Everybody, everybody's oh, body is lovely the way you are. And if you're on a path towards trying to make your body transformation goal, just make sure to do it healthy and safely. Thumb, thumbs up for you. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're at the end of our episode, so that means the quote of the day. What's today's quote? Strive for beauty that can be felt, not just seen. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.